Off the Ball Daily. A home for your favourite podcasts from Off the Ball. The performance rankings, you had to be there, crappy quiz and a slight tangent. It's incredibly useful and why not do it just because you think it's agricultural. Subscribe to the Off the Ball Daily podcast feed right now. OTB AM with Gillette. Get into your flow with the new Gillette Labs Razor with exfoliating bar. All right, we have uh, some breaking news this morning. It is 9.37 and we are um, given to understand that John O'Shea is going to be joining the Republic of Ireland coaching tickets. Um, Obviously, we've been looking for a replacement uh, as that extra coaching role alongside Stephen Kenny and Keith Andrews. Um, Recently, Anthony Barry had been linked to a return having left uh, Belgium, but uh, he'd gone to Portugal. Barry was obviously replaced in the Irish staff by John Eustace, who was just there for a short window before he left to become the manager of Birmingham City. And then the job has been vacant since then. I think Stephen Rice, the chief analyst, had stepped up to fulfil some of those duties. But... um, Stephen Kenny had been looking around for a replacement for Anthony Barry and the news is breaking this morning here on OTBAM that uh, we believe it's going to be John O'Shea who is coming in to join the coaching tickets. Uh, you're two Manchester United fans. Colin has rejoined us. Um, Mind you, yeah. That's uh, exciting news. Very exciting news for John O'Shea. Manchester United legend. Republic of Ireland legend, of course. Mm. Um, and like pulling up trumps in the coaching world since his retirement I believe he's going to be staying with Stoke City this is going to be a dual job kind of like what Roy Keane used to do at Aston Villa and Ireland and I know from um, I know one player involved in Stoke City in the in the youth setup. I know his family and they speak extremely highly of John O'Shea as a coach both in terms of his tactical uh, knowledge and nuance and also his man management skills so he seems to have an equally big coaching career ahead of him as he did on the pitch and finally I think you know the Anthony Barry void could be filled here by a very very promising coach that obviously we're biased about but really CRC does look like he has a future and you hear that from a Stoke player who has nothing to do with the Irish setup. He's got an aura as well like I think our current young players all know John O'Shea they're like well this guy this is the king of Gelsenkirchen this is the guy who nutmegged Luis Figo who uh, scored that goal against Arsenal and didn't know how to celebrate like he's a legend so uh, I think he did his UEFA pro license in December so it's probably that kind of thing where you get the pro license done and straight away the FBI are like well You've done. You've ticked the boxes now. So, come on in. And again, yeah, I know a League of Ireland coach who did his uh, license with O'Shea, and again, couldn't speak more highly of his just passion and knowledge for football. It's beyond the fact that he was a, a legend for club and country. You know, this guy seriously knows the game, like in the style that say a, a Graham Potter would be full of knowledge and come to the game without much of a, a professional background himself. But O'Shea actually has both. So, look, this is a very exciting right ahead of the France game as well. Um, trying their best, you know, like everybody really wants this Stephen era, Stephen Kenny era to be a success, regardless of whether you want Kenny to stay in the job or not. And the fact that we have a coach of um, of this quality coming on board, especially you know when Damien Duff left, that was a big void in Anthony yeah. Barry, and now we have a a coach that everyone's getting excited about too. And the fact that he's passionately joining this setup is it's a great start to the year. I was over at Reading in 2019 when uh, when O'Shea that was his first year as a first team coach with Reading, and like they similar to the Stoke story, they spoke in such positive terms about John O'Shea they were like no this guy this guy's brilliant and that was his first year I think as a as a coach so clearly he's cut his teeth under Jim Crawford at the 21s cut his teeth at Reading and Stoke he's ready like, yeah, this I is mean, a big one I would love to see his coaching side in action but if you're going to base uh, on anything it's the fact in his playing career I think he played in every single position on the pitch including in goal 
<laughs> against Tottenham and White Hart Lane. So you're definitely learning as you're going. You're picking up knowledge. You could teach at, and at least, Yeah, at least the base knowledge of absolutely everything. And uh, a jack of all trades, but also a master of a few by the sounds of it. Well, and, um, you know, uh, and, and has worked under some very interesting managers and has seen managerial styles from every end of the spectrum. I, like uh, with John O'Shea, you were always hoping that he was going to get involved with the Ireland setup at some point that his career was going to build to a point where something like this made sense and you know so many of the players that we've seen get into management use their reputation to get a first team job to get the managerial job straight away John O'Shea hasn't done that he's gone off and learned and taken his time and you know gone down the divisions um, with his career and has now seen what it's like to be in a world class elite environment Champions League winning level to uh, lower lower level football and I think you know he's going to have a much better understanding of um, what the requirements of the position are um, I, I, like I don't know it, obviously it doesn't make a blind bit of difference where he comes from but it's nice that like an Irish legend is now part of that coaching ticket and that we have links back all the way we'll obviously hear from David Milo David Milo played alongside him uh, at club level as well so we'll get some insight as to what c- kind of person he is but like the fact that he's played under Alex Ferguson I mean and now he's involved in the coaching setup I'm not getting too carried away but that's a good sign he's, he's picked up some th- some things you'd imagine from Fergie over the years I think it does matter where he comes from I, it's reason to get excited about because of this phenomenal career he had but also the fact that you know, unlike say uh, Stephen Gerrard and Frank Lampard right? I'm not just picking on those two he hasn't jumped straight into management you know he's really learning the ropes from the start here and he's done his work quietly so far and for me at the moment this seems like a perfect progression yeah. to eventual management and maybe, but maybe he actually does just want to be a coach and would see that progress in the next year but at exactly a month out before the Latvia friendly on the 22nd of March and then five days before the France game we're suddenly looking in a far better position and I know this is just one appointment today but if this works out well this is good for the squad My crystal ball is that the manager at the 2030 World Cup for which Ireland will undoubtedly qualify as one of 48 teams in USA, Mexico and Canada John O'Shea will be our manager Well, I, I, Look I think you know, if you're thinking in terms of well-run organisations, Connacht have today appointed somebody from within. It means that that handover is seamless. Like, at some point in the future, there is now going to be somebody who will be an automatic candidate for the head coaching role or the manager's role or whatever the official title is whenever the Stephen Kenny era finishes. And I think this this reflects really well on Stephen Kenny because he knows that. Like, when we were talking before about potential candidates to replace Kenny... You know, Chris Hutton's name will come up and then the slew of English managers who might be available will come up and everybody else, like, there aren't a whole heap of qualified Irish candidates who are within the system. Mm. But John O'Shea's name was mentioned in dispatches and so I think this reflects really well on Stephen Kenny that he's willing to say, yeah, look, I understand that if I end up not being the manager, you're probably going to end up being the most likely candidate to replace me. But I have enough confidence in my ability and I have yeah. enough confidence in your ability to help me to progress this team and get us to where we want to go so I think it's positive from that perspective I think uh, like you can't ignore this but John O'Shea has a lot of support from the Irish football public and also from pundits right mm. much harder to slag off an Ireland setup when you're like you know John O'Shea's in there and he's gone about this the right way he's been a stand up He's been an absolutely stand-up guy throughout his entire career. There's nothing ever except anybody saying, great professional, great fella, you know, never forgot his roots, never forgot who he was, absolutely was humble, uh, and at the same time, one of our best and most important players for the best part of a decade. Like, I think, you know, it's, it's a really 
important, but like also not important as, as important as just how good he's going to be at the job, which obviously we, you know we don't know just yet. But I do think it's going to help galvanise Irish football through a difficult period because this group, as everybody says, even Richard Dunn in the paper says, like, look, this group. I mean, we would not have fancied this even when we had the best team that we had. The, yeah, that's hundred percent. They like that Irish Euro twenty twelve squad. Like a lot of them have gone into. You look at John O'Shea, Keith Andrews, John Walters. Like a lot of them have gone. David Myler as well has been involved in Irish underage setups. So a lot of them and are heading is, into. Yeah, and is involved. And is yeah. like they're, they're, a lot of them are going into coaching. I don't know if this is a, a trend of previous iterations of the Irish team, but it seems like a lot of that group have gone into coaching as opposed to media. They're all doing their little bits of media here and there as well, but it seems to be a lot of pro licences and badges being done by, the, by that group, which is a good sign. Yeah, well, I'll say, look, he hit the ground running, he finished up his playing career at Reading and went straight into coaching there. I'd be really interested to hear what you know Michael O'Neill would have to say about his tenure at Stoke when mm. he appointed him and just to hear from other people, and I, I know we will over the coming days and, and weeks about just what type of kind of acumen he's actually bringing to the cause beyond the name John O'Shea. And I think that the, the person who's least interested in the name of John O'Shea is John O'Shea himself. Mm. And he actually really does want to get involved and in, in progressing as a coach. So, look, it's exciting. And um, it, it's a perfect build-up to the match, which is exactly a month away. Yeah, because I think there had been a long, lingering kind of, oh, I, what, what's the story with this? You know, like, mm. So, we got really high-end coaches to come and that's why they were leaving it wasn't that they were leaving you know obviously whatever happened with Duffer which I still don't fully understand exactly yeah. what happened with Duffer but um, you know again Damien Duff a galvanising figure and then he gets replaced by Anthony Barry who's still at Chelsea right uh, and is also going to be with Portugal you know so very high end and then Eusis is so good that he gets a job straight away like you know I, I think people are using this as a stick to be Kenny with oh he can't get his backroom team final I was like well I mean, that's because he keeps getting really good people. Mm. That's what happens. And he was able to attract them in the first place. So, I, look, the culture war, hopefully this is like a little uh, truce that we have now when it comes to the future of Irish football. And I think um, O'Shea is staking his reputation here to be part of this. And I think that's a good sign. Um, and we wish him all the best. Mm. I'm excited about it. You'll have to update his LinkedIn. Right here I have uh, John O'Shea, first team coach, Stoke City Football Club. When you can add another one now. Change it up. Yeah. So we, uh, we of course have reached out to the FAI for uh, um, confirmation of this but uh, our information is uh, well sourced at this point that we expect John O'Shea to be linking up as the uh, new coach with the Republic of Ireland senior national team. I that's France coming up as well. Like the, the 2009 memories, John O'Shea will remember. We all know what happened and yeah. Uh, yeah, he'll want his revenge. Did, did miss a sitter against France of course is that what you were talking about no we'll not talk about that <laughs> forget about it a chance to exercise some demons I believe they call it uh, in um, sporting cliche world uh, right that's the breaking news this morning that we expect John O'Shea to be ratified as a member of the uh, backroom team for Stephen Kenny OTB AM with Gillette get into your flow with the new Gillette Labs Razor with exfoliating bar 